It's basketball season and we've got you covered. The Ringer NBA show breaks down the latest and greatest around the league five days a week. Check out The Ringer NBA show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. When it comes to combat, there's no quicker strike than a punch. Today on International Objects, we're taking a look at heavy metal as we spotlight brass knuckles. The modern-day brass knuckles can trace his lineage back to ancient Rome. While preparing for battle, gladiators will wear lined gloves called cestus. Basically, they were gloves filled with iron plates or fitted with blades or spikes to do heavy damage. And well, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Now, while these so-called brass knucks have evolved and been refined a bit since that time, they're still currently illegal in 21 states here in the U.S. Despite this, they've been a part of professional wrestling for close to 60 years. Such a symbol of toughness and being hardcore before there was a hardcore, Promotions such as the AWA and NWA actually had brass knuckle championships, which featured lax rules, with the championship wrestling from Florida version of the latter being held by Hall of Famer Rocky Johnson. Ever since then, whenever things got out of hand, competitors reached for a pair of the old knuckle dusters. Remember how Floyd Mayweather beat the Big Show at WrestleMania 24? Or how William Regal defeated Edge at No Way Out 2002? If you said grit and determination, you wouldn't be wrong. But you and I both know it was because the power of the punch. And now, the Mac Mania Podcast. Oh, yes, my people, we're back once again. Word on the street from Brian H. Ward. This is, this is Mac Mania 30. All I do when I put the Google Doc around is all I just say is uh, another Mac Mania. I don't even know how many we've done. But Brian Ward, he just comes in intrepid, just talented. Listen, handsome. You know what I mean? Million dollar smiles. Like, Evan, it's, it's, it's Mac Mania 30. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, man, cool. Mac Mania 30. It's a nice round number. It's Yesel Mania. Mac Mania, Yesel Mania. <laughs> Brian H. Waters is doing the yes. Yes, yes, guys. I'd like to welcome you guys to the Mac Mania podcast. I really appreciate you guys from joining us. Of course, I got the crew with me, man. He was consistent, man. The, mi- the mighty Mississippi. That the, the kind of the Gwinnett, you know what I mean? <laughs> Flow Bone Boys. What's up? Jack Farmer. Hey, and hey. Brian H. Waters. Gentlemen, what's what going up, on? Everyone? We I was interesting. Fresh off um, AEW Revolution. Um, we're, we're building to the WrestleMania. We're on the road to WrestleMania, and it is paved with gold, brother. And it's also paved with the blue light special that is it. You know what I'm saying? Blue light special all through the night. A baby is yours. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> all yours. All yours. <laughs> I quit. Woo! <laughs> 
I can't do this. Day. <laughs> no, 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 He followed it up. Yeah. He followed it up. Edge followed up this great promo from last week with the blue light special from this week, and it was dynamite. It was TNT. He had like a bunch of acne products. He was like the Wiley Coyote of Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I thought I thought visually this was the coolest looking thing. I thought it was cool they walked out with no music. I thought the presentation was on point. Uh, he said, just, you think you know me? I was like, gling, 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 gling. <laughs> Stop. After he said that, you know everyone in their head heard the the guitar riff or the, <laughs> the drums in their head. <laughs> like Ultra a Pavlovian bridge. dog. We were like, Oh, in our head hearing it. No, no, but it was, you know, on, a, on a serious note, Edge comes back, he cuts another great promo. He says all these things about the AJ Styles he's wants. He's trying to invoke some new AJ Styles or the AJ Styles of old and bring that out during WrestleMania. They say he don't, they don't know if he's medically clear, but why the hell would they say that? And after that, they're going to have Edge come out and cut a promo. Y'all need to figure out sequence of writing. But that's, yeah. another, that's another story for a different day. Don't tell me he might not make it and then have Edge cut a, a hell of a promo. You don't make sense. You're showing me he's going to be there. Who the hell is writing? This is smart for your own good, brother. <laughs> I, I, might, I, might, I might be. See, but if, if me putting those two together makes me smart, man, then we got a whole bunch of dumb people out there. I'm because because I'm I, said, smart. I said that, I was like, uh, bruh. Like, man, don't overthink it, man. You got to I'm not overthinking anything. <laughs> I see I'm doing them. <laughs> I, I, it does feel a little bit like sometimes the uh, the production of the show gets in the way of the writing of the show. And, and not to jump around, but I was thinking with Braun Breaker when he came out earlier in the night, they have him walk out and then they show his hype package. And I'm thinking, you probably should have let the people in the audience know who Braun Breaker was before he walked out. So he would have gotten some kind of reaction. But uh, going back to Edge, I thought this was great. I think it was I'll great. Be, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I, I think, well, I think I the, expo- the explanation, <laughs> but they, the people that's the, listening to the podcast, yo, they, don't see your, they don't see your face. Yeah. They, they don't see should. your mannerisms. They should. Yeah, they, clearly. Yeah. Because uh, stop, they, stop! They no, don't give me edge puns now. That's the worst of both worlds. Flobo loves to yeah, give us the facial expressions. Then we're like, well, what is it? Flobo's like, oh, uh, uh, was, uh, yeah, you, yeah, can yeah, 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 uh, you can ignore me. You can ignore me. I'm sitting here chilling. <laughs> no, I'm well, just looking at Edge coming out here doing the same thing Batista did ten years ago. That's fine, baby. Oh, we got a blue oh light. Fantastic. Oh AJ Styles is already great. All right, now Edge has yes, fully is. flipped his character now out of nowhere because of why now? This is WrestleMania season, and everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, Edge is so great. Look, I'll take this. I said this before, and I'll say it again. He came back last time, this last run, had a, a few with Seth Rollins, at, and it had the Hell in a Cell at Crown Jewel. But everyone walked away saying, dang, Seth Rollins is top five of all time, right? He had a match mm. with Beth Phoenix against Miz and Maurice. A match nobody really asked for. I enjoyed it, but nobody really asked for it. And now we're getting this match at WrestleMania. It already sells itself. Just have AJ Styles come and roll them up, and I'll be happy. But blue light stuff, I could do without. Oh, roll up? 
Fine. A ro- a I'll roll take it. Up, I'll a take small it. package, brother? because Yes, that's what it just works. It's a small, small package. package. <laughs> a small, a small School boy. Flip. And the only <laughs> victory roll. O'Connor roll something. But, but listen. <laughs> let be one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spit some bars on flowbeetle.com. Kick a, kick, a, kick a hot 16 on a brother. Flobo, my brother, you know, I love you dearly, but come on now. You got uh, When they say they love me, so it's a problem. <laughs> I love you, but. Because no one loves Flobo. <laughs> yeah, it's for the crowd, for the fans. You know, we, we get to see Edge do this epic storytelling. And I understand you didn't like Edge back in the day, but have you tried to give Projected. him a chance since Projected. he made his return in 2020? He's more, he's better with telling stories. He sat home, he sat on the bench because he couldn't do this no more. And he was able to learn. And he was able to say, man, if I was there, I would be doing this because now I see mm. what I didn't see. My eyes mm. did not see this. My mm. mind could not process this. And now he's able to tell these stories. And yeah, the match would sell itself. We know that. Like I said last week though, let's not paint high expectations, just let it rip. But now we're getting this great storytelling. AJ gonna beat the dog stuff out of him, in my opinion. Because he asked for that pit bull, he's gonna get that pit bull. And now, AJ got right now, that match. AJ got this, him. Uh, bars, and this is bars from bars. Bars. This is and this is the problem, Flo, but you you keep comparing Edge to the all-time greats. You're like, oh, well, he Seth Rollins did really good. Well, yeah, Seth Rollins is an all-time great. AJ Styles, you know, he's he's gonna sell it himself. Well, yeah, AJ Styles is one of the all-time greats. That's not fair to say. That's not being like Dan Marino wasn't a good football player because Tom Brady was better. Well, that's not fair. Like, that doesn't mean he's not good. That doesn't mean he's not great. First of all, I would never disrespect Dan Marino. Come on, bro. Like, I, even I got standards. And second of all, I'm, I'm used one more great. Brian Danielson slash Daniel Bryan. One of the came, best of all time, yeah. Best of all time, right. He came back from injury. Did he come back with old entrances? Did he come back with new sunglasses? Ooh. Did he come back with blue lights? No, he came out and he wrestled. Edge has done nothing but talk. He's delivered oh, on he some levels, but his opponents have delivered more. Let's be real. Come on. And yeah, okay, yes, it was a cool promo. It was great. But I'm still waiting for AJ Styles. I'm waiting for him. So, Anything on this feud has been all on AJ to come back and respond to what Edge has done. So well, well, I gotta ask you then. So because it sounds like you're more about the wrestler than you are about the flash and and the no pomp, no pomp and you're not the pomp and circumstance. About you're about the good wrestling, yeah. right? So you're more of a Bret Hart guy than a Shawn Michaels. Guy. I, I said oh. character. I said character. Oh. I just said character. Don't get no, can't get me there. They don't do. Like, don't do. Don't do it like this. No, no, because Shawn Michaels is one of the greatest of all time, and Bret Hart wrestled. <gasps> this is WrestleMania season. There will not be. I, did I say anything insulting? Brett did he not wrestle? Slander. I did he not had slander. A character. I just what finished watching a lot what of '97. What was it? What was what it? You, he best, wore pink and shoulders, brother. The excellence of execution. His what character. What does that even mean, bro? Executing what? Excellently execute his moves. So when I was young, you ever saw a hitman wear bright pink? The most visible hitman on the planet? No. This is That is a mic drop right there, though. Flobo's the guy that's like, what's his character? The best there is? That's not a thing. By the way, I like D'Lo Brown. You're looking at the real deal. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yo, D'Lo was the heavy of, of the nation of oh. domination. Let's see. Let's the be person real. who eats their spaghetti the right way came in with <laughs> the <laughs> whole I'm telling everybody that. right now. because Somebody, got, cape, somebody got, got a cape up for my man Flobo. Somebody got a cape up. Somebody got to put the cape no, up. No, no, no. Villains don't get a hero. Flobo's like a damsel in distress. Here I go. I'm floating down. And I'm going to swoop in. I'm going to save him. And I'm going to by for you, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna save him because AJ is yours. Oh yeah, 
If you want it tonight, I'll give you the blue light special. I'll be your backing vocals, Mac. I need you on the backing vocals. I can't sing worth a damn. Yo, shout out to Edge. We'll see what's going on in all seriousness, guys. You know we like to play around this podcast. But we know how to play on this podcast. But at the same time, we're all hoping for a classic. We're all hoping to shut Flobo's ass up. Live in Texas. I hope we're all there live. And I just look at him like, oh, Flobo, this was a banger. You got to hold his hand. When oh yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here for Flobo. Awesome I'm listening. The Flobo, lean on me when you're not strong, man. You know what I mean? I'll be your friend, and if you can, I'll help you carry on, baby. You know yo, what I mean? Because this isn't with the brand. If I see Edge, I'm like, oh man, you're so great. You're the best wrestler ever. <laughs> I will always have support of you, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 and also, another thing that happened at the end of uh, in the Raw before we get into some AEW Revolution for all the marks out there, we're gonna get to it, brother, brothers. We're gonna get to it. But I got to talk about Austin because as as poorly as they built this, in my personal opinion, because I don't think you have to. It's, I, every time they do this kind of stuff, I'm always going to be like, objection, leading the witness. Stop doing this. Like, <laughs> leading they, the witness. They, yeah, like they, you guys weren't subtle about it at all when you come down. He keeps in poo poo in Texas out of nowhere. Everyone's like, so, so soon as it, here comes, here comes the Twitter sphere lighting up. It's Austin. It's Austin. I go, guys, you got to trick these marks a little bit because they walk around like, looking like little nerdy wrestling Sherlocks, and I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it I, I, I don't like it because every time somebody like Kevin Owens does something like this or they ask him to do something this silly then they everybody walks around with a little marky magnifying glass that's that's etched in like the, the, the golden twined hair of Hulk Hogan and they're like elementary my idea I, I don't like it I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't like it you I hate accents like it. What? Yeah. Why, why do you hate it why, I why, don't not? why not I like that they do that so what I'm trying to say is slow build this and make it a little more just just try a little harder is what I'm trying to say. So everyone already knew it was going to be Austin. And and here goes the thing, though. I do think people were wrong about one thing, because as of right now, I could be wrong, but it does not feel like a match. It doesn't feel like a match. It says the KO show. It doesn't seem anything like a match. They are literally speaking. They even had the graphic already prepared. It, was, it said KO show. So... Yeah. It, do you think this turns into a match? Do you think this is just a stunner and we go? Because that is awfully, awfully strange to me. My my prediction with this is I was watching this is it feels like they are trying to adjust our expectations uh -huh. uh, for what to expect right off the bat. And I think to Kevin Owens credit, I think he did a great job during his promo of talking about how Stone Cold's going to be out of shape. He's going to be beaten down. His knees aren't going to work. Like How's he going to get down there? Because that now, if he just shows up and looks fit, we're going to go, oh, he looks like a million bucks, as opposed to if Kevin Owens, like, I want the greatest of all time, now our expectations are. I think they're managing expectations. And I think with the KO show thing, could it turn into a match? I don't know. But mm. I think they're trying to keep our expectations of what could happen down. Because if they said, hey, he's going to have a match, and then he comes in, and it's a six-second, you know, middle finger stunner, we're going to go, oh, that was kind of a letdown. Yeah. But... If it's the KO show and it, let's say maybe it turns into a match and it's a six second thing, then we feel like we got more than we bargained for. Uh, so I think it's a, a, an adjustment of expectations going into it this at this point. I do think I agree with you. They led the witness. I like that phrasing. They led the witness a little bit. Witness. This Objection. this felt very like okay, we're finally to this part. Of Objection. The <laughs> Either way, we're getting a Kale Mania shirt. I'm for I'm here for that. Oh, you know I'm I'm, I'm, off, I'm for everything. Kevin Owens. Who the hell don't like Kevin yeah. Owens? Man? He's Canadian. Oh, Philobo, no, that's right. He's from Canada. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this reminded me of 
This took me back to John Cena calling out The Undertaker. And Jack, you said it feels it like it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Managing expectations. I can say for me personally, when Undertaker came out there and did what he did with John Cena, I thought it was fun. Sure, it would have been nice to see them have a match, but what it did was it revived The Undertaker. I like that it was a squash. Well, I like that it was a squash. Because if you remember the year before, it was like... He had a terrible showing. Oh, but then it was like kind of like he woke him up and it was like, yes, he's back. And if that's what it's going to do for Stone Cold Steve Austin, do we get maybe some more appearances? Maybe, maybe not, but managing expectations... Letting the talk, and you know, I was even thinking, like, what if Austin comes out there now? He doesn't wear tearaway clothes like The Rock, but you know, what if he <laughs> did in some way just like take off his shirt and he's ripped? And then, you know, maybe that would kind of be weird for him to take off his jeans in the swim, you know, in the trunks. But if he just came <laughs> out there, I'm trying to get Stone Cold naked, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what if he, you know, it's like the bell rings, and then Stop all trying. of a sudden he's Stone Cold Steve Austin, he's vintage Stone Cold Steve I'm Austin. Whatever the crowd will go crazy. Oh. They're going to be crazy regardless because he was there. It's in Texas. But the fact that all we need to see is a stunner and a one, two, three, crowd going to go crazy. It's going to be fun to watch. That's my yeah. question. It's like, what is the bare minimum we get our money's worth? A couple stomps, mm. a mud hole, and a stunner? That's it. I don't think you need a stone cold match. I don't think yeah. that kind That's of thing fair. would be like, okay, I got it, you know? When, WrestleMania, when, when, it's WrestleMania. I feel like if he comes out, you get your money's worth because there's so much other stuff. I'm with you on that. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I want to see more, more, but yeah, I yeah, see yeah. more. But I think I, if if it was just the stunner, I'd be like, yeah, great. This is awesome. I'm happy. I don't so, think you can go wrong with Stone Cold. But wouldn't it be special though if they they um if especially especially for um Kevin Owens um personally because in all seriousness, that's one of his biggest. You know, that's as a young man growing up, wouldn't you think it'd be special for him to actually have be the probably the last person ever to wrestle Stone Cold? Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. huge. Yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely a feather you could put in your your cap. A big uh, ass feather too. A big one. I mean, you know, what if this is? Let's turn it upside down. What if Kevin Owens beats him? What if they say no? We want to strap the rocket to Kevin Owens. He just signed a new contract. What if he yeah. actually hits Stone Cold with the stunner and gets a win? You know what? Listen, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm thinking about it from we're, 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 we're talking about stuff from a different perspective, you know. And I'm thinking that that's the kind of stuff, stuff I think about. What if, what if that happens? What if they? I, what if it's a, it's a time for Kevin Owens to do that? It's not. It's not. But what? But what if it is though? That's why I was saying mm-hmm. that'd be cool if it was a match and the match happens and Kevin Owens wins the match. Yeah, but you know, uh, yeah. Jack, you found on all soldiers because I was even thinking, what if that's the whole reason? Like, we know Kevin Owens loves the Young Bucks. We know he loves Adam Cole. Those are his boys. But one thing we've been saying that he loves the people that's on his refrigerator even more. And what if just that sole reason was, you sign with us, we get you Stone Cold Steve Austin. What if that was the whole reason right there. That alone makes the signature on the pen on that contract worth it. Oh yeah, no, I'm with I'm with, I'm with you on that. That's why I kind of broached the subject. I, that's why I was trying to say, what if? I, I don't think it's gonna happen like that though. But like I said, that moment alone is worth the contract. Absolutely. That Absolutely. moment, that moment alone, having that having that moment with Mister Austin would be extraordinary. I think for a, for a person that that grew up um, idolizing somebody like that and having that just having that moment alone, yeah, yeah, not even having a match, just having that moment with the great Stone Cold Steve Austin. Some people saying the greatest of all time. Do you guys think that now that we know who it's going to be Stone Cold and they already have a graphic for it, can we get to WrestleMania without seeing Stone Cold or should they bring him out to build up a bit of a rivalry instead of just a an appearance? They got to bring it'd be, him out. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be nice to get it'd be nice to get a, a promo from him. Um but but that but then it would have to be a match. It couldn't be just a KO show. 
Yeah. Because it feels like I feel like they could have such great promos. I, I feel like it's a oh missed god, opportunity. Oh my god! To yeah. not have them build this in some way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I think what the last match that Constable had in the E was with what Alex Riley in 2011. I think this is a good ending for either one of them. If the match is sanctioned, there's actually a ring bell for them. So why not go full bore and have the the, the stare downs and the promos and all that jazz? Hey, yo, in commentary team uh, on Monday Night Raw, will y'all please stop back at Life Stone Cold hasn't done anything in 19 years? What, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> what is they're what, saying what, they're saying been, match but, uh, d- duh but but, but. <laughs> that's not like they, what what so what 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 are y'all saying i just need to know what y'all are saying is it the ko show is he wrestling what are y'all have to stop doing that it don't make sense guys i was like what okay so is he wrestling i don't know like that's know. what i'm like like what are they do what what why are you doing that if he's going to wrestle don't say the 19 years thing don't do that <laughs> well, oh my lord good point, good point. Have mercy does anyone get surprised anymore like if he <laughs> ends up wrestling I'll be like well there you go like guys like what I'm trying to say is can you please can you please pretend that children watch the show <laughs> pretend adults watch the show too I don't know I feel like uh, I, 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 I think the surprise would have been great. I, I think they could have. Stop saying that. They said 19 years like four times. Like, why are y'all saying that? Because no you're right. I think that, well, I, I don't know. Maybe they just want it to feel like it's been longer since he's been oh around. Oh my God, it's so but, cold, bro. <laughs> like, like, say, I, I know, I'm just, Jack, I'm, I'm with you. Jack, I'm advocate. with you. Jack, I'm with I'm you just, 100%. But it's so cold, man. Like, damn, he don't need none of that. He don't need none of that. Yeah, they actually, I don't think they actually even have to say anything about how long he's been gone. I feel like it's, to your point, it, you know, if uh, whoever else, if The Rock comes back, you don't need to be like, it's been this long since he's had a match. It's just like, it's The Rock. Like, I, you don't need to tell me he hasn't been around in a long time. I killed me when they did that. They were like, <laughs> I, I, uh, 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 what? <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all are killing me tonight, man. Y'all are killing me softly, man. One time, <laughs> two times. They're killing me, man. <sighs> Guys, I'm sorry. I would I, love, I, I would love for Austin to start, or I, I'd love for KO to start taking out some of the Texas legends on the way to the road to wrestle during the road to WrestleMania. I'd love to see him take out JBL, take out HBK, uh, take out Booker T. Even I'd love to see him start taking these guys out just to build up to it. But I, 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 I will well, admit that I was. <laughs> like, I had to admit I was looking at like what well, was Cody like born in Texas and moved to Georgia like I had to double check. <laughs> 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 I, no, I feel you, bro. That's 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 fair. You know what I mean? Like I said, like and that's that's another. Thing. We'll talk about that at a different time. But the, but the Cody thing is losing steam by the day, brother, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's uh, a though they, though next week is, Raw is, it, is, is it at Brian Jackson. Or- is it Brian or did I tell y'all to pump the brakes a little bit and I got a little caught up in y'all's foolishness? Is that, is that what's going on? Or is Brian, I hear you very optimistic, but I know you ain't I, that, that that confident anymore. I, I know said, you ain't. I said from the beginning, I don't know about this, but uh the next you week did. Ra- you did Raw is in Jacksonville. And I would love, I love it when uh I love it when there's just little personal things that happen in pro wrestling. I think Cody Rhodes coming out in Jacksonville on Raw would be quite an interesting scene so i would love to see that happen if, if i it's get up happen. on monday after wrestlemania i'm fine like i don't even need him to wrestle at wrestlemania i've already figured out what what, what now if tuesday hits though mm-hmm. i might feel some type of way you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> but, yeah. but monday that's the time to do it if you don't do it this for this for saturday and sunday 
that Monday hits and that old music drops, or even that Stardust music drop, which I really want to hear. Shout out to the Jimmy Johnson. You know what I mean? I want that, I want that Stardust music hit. But like I said, we'll see. I'm trying to tell. That's, that's why I made the Mac Mania files, man. It needs to be filed right there. Brian Waters, Cody Rhodes coming back it needs to be filed in the Mac Mania files and of, of things that might never happen. Damn. Ooh. Damn. There you go. AEW Revolution happened. Uh, very big show. Very, very, very big show. Um, <laughs> before we get to that, um, uh, I, see that, I see that One Piece is trending. Unfortunately, One Piece is trending. Um, Angelo Dawkins, my brother, uh, we're probably going to crop this part out right here. One Piece is trending. Angelo Dawkins, you know how much I love your brother. I don't know why One Piece is trending. I'm hoping <laughs> it's because the show is over. That's what I'm hoping. Whoa. But if it's not, then it might be because it's so mean. <laughs> They're probably extending like 10,000 more episodes, which will make you very happy. Actually, actually, you know what? I'm in a good mood this morning. I hope the show goes on forever. Some spoilers out, apparently. 1043. One, oh, I don't want to ruin that for you. One Piece. One Piece is trending worldwide, yeah. Angela. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about it, but you know, y'all had a whole yo. conversation. If y'all ain't check out, make sure y'all go back in the archives on the Ring of Wrestling feed and see that very intense exchange of information between Evan Mack and Angelo Dawkins. It was very dope because he knows I'm messing with him. Because Now, I don't watch anime. Really anime. Oh, just go ahead and spoil it, Evan. <laughs> I just told them, I just did a call to action trying to be my job Damn. as a producer. Damn. Damn. He's even got the I didn't say it was. Speak. I didn't say what call I said. I just, I just want people to know that, you know, I think he knew. I, I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was teasing him. I'm, I'm, I, I'm really good at. I'm. I'm so, listen, guys. I play. I. I kid. I kid. But but my tone may may mess people up sometimes and confuse people. But most of the time, I'm just joking, guys. I swear. That's how it is. Well, between every uh joke is the truth. They go, not really. Sometimes a joke's a joke. <laughs> so when people show up to wrestling shows, that's not. You know, even don't you hate when people say that? Well, there's, yeah. there's truth in every joke. That's not true. That's start not true. start saying that to like stupid things. Like when someone says, "Pull my finger," be like, "There's some truth." Yeah, you're like, you're like actually no, there's not. Yeah, the truth, truth is, I'm about to, I'm about to pass gas on you. But <laughs> <laughs> that was the hard way. Podcast yeah. is outrageous. Man, right. we don't even talk about wrestling. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, we do. There's we some... always talk about wrestling. People Please don't like leave. People, people are driving the work. People like to hear us talk about foolishness. That's what makes this thing fun. Uh, five stars. Like Vince McMahon said, we're not working. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So it's AEW Revolution happened, guys, and I and I can't like I can't I, we have to talk about promotions that that have good shows and put on good things and do have yeah. good matches and have and 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 do great things. And, and that doesn't matter who it is, we're we're able to, to to address certain things. And I was like, it's a big show. The card was 19 hours long. The the, the yeah. card was six Lord of the Rings movies. However, 
Not counting pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> However, I love, I love Tolkien, so it's all good, baby. I love, give me, give me Tolkien. Give me, give me J.K. Rowling. Give me, mm -hmm. give me all the long stuff. Give me the extended cut. Give me the Snyder cut of AW Revolution, brother. I'm all for it. <laughs> Snyder cut. Give me the con, give me the con cut, baby. No, so, so I just wanted to get you guys' quick thoughts. And, uh, and, and first of my one of my biggest takeaways was, was the match of the night, in my personal opinion, Brian H. Waters between Mr. Moxley. Mr. Brian Danielson showing everybody what a real hardcore match can still look like. A little bit of collar and elbow, a little storytelling in the ring. One of the best of all time in Brian Danielson bringing out, in my personal opinion, John Moxley's greatest match of his entire career. Whoa. And anyone argues that they can kick rocks. And why is it the greatest argument? Why is it the greatest match of his career? Because just like in movies, in my personal opinion, you're only as great, your leading man or your leading woman is only great as the co-star that is next to them. And the greater the co-star or the greater the leading man, the greater the movie can be. Now, it's Brian, Brian Danielson was the leading man, but there was a great co-star in John Moxley. And those two guys together made a great picture a great motion picture inside of that ring it was a beautiful thing to watch so my match of the night was mox and brian danielson best match of moxley's career kick rocks anybody disagrees the uh revolution i know there was an after show i wasn't able to be a part of here on the green room i think everyone should go check it out though but uh for me overall the thing about revolution you kind of alluded to it evan is that this was a fantastic show all the matches were great it was so long though but I was looking. I don't know which match I would take out. I no, mean, yeah, I, don't see, know I, I couldn't that, take anything out though, Jack. You know what I mean? That's that's the thing is I I want to be like, oh yeah, you need to shorten it. But like no. I, I was, Flobo and I were actually texting. I was like, I don't know which one you remove. Every mm -hmm. everyone I look at, I'm like, well, you can't really get rid of that one, no. or it, you can't really put that on on Wednesday. But uh, to your point, Mox and Brian Danielson, I thought was really really cool about that, and I think Flobo will uh, agree with me on this, or at least he'll have something to chime in about it. Is um. This is a lot of people, they hear about NXT UK and they don't check it out. Minus the blood aspect of this match, this match is what you see on NXT UK, where it's just hard hitting, big moves, incredibly intense. And I got a very much an NXT UK vibe from this match. I thought that match was incredible as well. I really loved it. And, you know, it might be maybe Mox's greatest match. Having your greatest match with Brian Danielson may not be an exclusive thing, but doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I definitely got big NXT UK vibes from this match. And, Flobo, maybe I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. And I know that we got dragged for somehow saying the show was long because it was, but people blamed us for it. Uh, I will mm -hmm. be I, I had a little show. bit of it was, it was a long, long. show. And I, just I, saw, I just watched The Batman, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my entire life, but the movie was long. I didn't say it was long in a bad way. I just yeah. said it was long. Yeah, well, we'll also <laughs> uh, No, but I, I, was I was having a little bit of pay-per-view for fatigue at the point. Like three hours I in, I was like, bro, I'm going to do, cut. do a little stretch yeah. and it's live. So you, can't, like, you can't pause and come back later. This one yeah. here was a bit of a refresh and I will say this to I'm blue in the face. NXT UK is my favorite hour of wrestling, period. Full stop bar none for this kind of thing. Here are two people that have a very combative reason why they disagree and they settle it in the ring with, with holes, with going a little stronger than they want to. You could tell there's an agreement there. I'm not going to hurt you, IRL. I'm going to really push your limits physically and mentally. And this is what I thought combat should have been. And seeing real on top of that was icing on the cake, man. So that was definitely my match by not by a long shot because after that match, I was hyped for the end of the card. 
Absolutely. Like I said, that's the, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's the common denominator. When, when you start mentioning a certain amount of names, you start mentioning them a lot. The reason why you mention the same names a lot is because they're masters of their craft. Mm-hmm. And, what, and Brian Daniels is a master of his craft. Moxley is good in his own right in the things that he does. So like when you get two people, two dance partners that know that know how to tango, it, it makes for it makes for a great piece. Like I said, you, you don't there's, there's a re- now I know everyone gets all upset and they have their little the people that they love, but I'm saying you hear the same names in movies for the for the re- for the same reasons. They're they're greatness and they're consistent and they're able to do different things in different circumstances. And that's Brian Dance and that's John Moxley. So don't so so don't get all the, all hot on the collar because I go they say go chalk. There's a reason why people go chalk because the greatness is greatness. It's not. It's not my fault. So and so is good all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like you, you Evan? You like Manchester United? I go. Yeah, they're they're good though. Like what's, I, I like underdogs. I go. Everyone likes underdogs until they don't. Man, this that's that Rudy foolishness is silly. The miracle <laughs> on ice. It's it's cute, man. It's a cute hey, story. No, Super it's cool, Rudy. I get it. I get it. I get it, guys. Everyone's like everyone thinks they like underdogs, but you know what? They like more. They like winners more. I know they do. Yeah. You because know, when you're because when you're growing up, when you're growing up, you don't want to be the underdog. So don't tell me when you grow up and then you watch underdogs, you like that. Because when you were growing up, everyone wants to win. Trust me, they like winners. They like greatness. I'm telling you, they do. And Brian Danielson is great, and so is Mox. They're great. So if somebody says like you know, those, that's my my favorite is Brian Danielson. Why? Because he's great all the time. Well, I like this one guy that no one really knows about. Like when I when I used to talk, I used to talk about rap all the time. Like, yo, this dude's dope. Oh, he's commercial. I like I like cannabis. I go cannabis can spit bars. However, you can't make songs. However, but you're but you're arguing with me about Jay Z right now. Okay, I gotta stop talking. That's when that's when I had that epiphany about underdogs and indie people and like, wait a minute, you're you're shaming me for liking Jay Z. Okay, I gotta now I gotta back off a little bit here. So I, I get to this circumstance when I when I talk about certain wrestlers that I and, I and I think about greatness and I think about the people we name all the time and I start thinking this why, this is why we do it. They're always consistent, right? And, and, and no matter where you put them on the car, no matter what you do, I, I I don't think WrestleMania. I know the chant helped them, but I don't think anybody else could have made it happen besides him. There's something about that young dude. You know, I'm sorry, Brian. I'm gushing over your boy. I should let you do that. But I'm watching the match. I'm like, this dude's, he might, he's definitely top five in the world, man. And then he, mm-hmm. and then he really is, brother. Like, he's top five in the world, and no matter what size he is. He's a special cat, man. Maybe, maybe it took me this long to realize how great he was. So, well, you know, better late than never. I do I like mean, he's, Rudy, Shout out to Rudy, though. I do like Rudy. I will say, he's super to you, I was going to say to your point about <laughs> underdogs, like uh, everyone says they like Rudy. It's like, oh, did you follow his career? They're like, they're or like did you, what do you Or what do you did mean? you just stop after his one big highlight? We're done here. Thank you for that. Mike drop from Jack Farmer. Mike drop. <laughs> People like the, see, because it's, it's a thing. It's a psychological thing. People like the apple cart to be upset. They don't care what happens when the, the apples are all on the ground. They just, yeah. just, they just want to see the apple cart upset. And they're like, oh, well, you going to pick those apples up? N- no. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> and most times, people so, so, so you people. ain't gonna pick the apples up? You I'm ain't out. Pick, pick the apples up. <laughs> yeah, the pick up your apples already. Go to the next cart, yeah. Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Johnny Appleseed with the t- with the pot on his head. Though that's my shout dude. out to know. Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, you did <laughs> with a pot on his head. What? Was, you good, why, why was he wearing a pot on his head? Don't like, worry about it. We, don't worry about it, Jack. Don't worry about it. He's always brushed over Johnny this. Johnny because of Johnny Appleseed is wild. You have an apple in your mouth right now. Don't you know the Lord, brother, brother? 
<laughs> Johnny Appleseed's responsible for all that. Just like Paul Bunyan's responsible for the mountains, him and his blue ox, baby. <laughs> kids, read your stories. That's the problem with you kids nowadays. You're too busy hating instead of reading stories that shape the world. <laughs> There's a pot on his head, Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Yo, Wikipedia says it was used to cooking on his travels. The homeboy was on yeah, 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 the entire that's time. Yeah, that's, why, that's why he has a pot on his head. I, I, I didn't know you were actually really asking the question. Yeah, he got a pot on his head because he was, yeah, he was cooking. That's that's the food. Because he had to man. rock it on his head. So when he was done, he sat there, took the pie off, whipped his little... Yeah, I mean, shout out to Johnny Appleseed on the yeah. Mac Mania podcast. I don't want to hear anyone complain about how hard their life is. Johnny Appleseed had to wear his kitchen on his head everywhere Max. he went. <laughs> like, I know, listen, I know we get sidetracked, but damn it, that's why I get, I get so... Well, I get so mad sometimes. People are like, you know with this person to win. Why? Because they're the underdog. I mean, shut up, man. No, nobody want to lose. None of y'all want, if I told you right now, you can win all the time. No, I actually want to learn from defeat. Man, go ahead. <laughs> man, go ahead from that foolishness, man. Are you serious? I want, I, I want to hate to break the news to everybody. History was history is written by winners. Y'all know that, right? Mm-hmm. History is not written by the losers because the losers ain't too, they, 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 they can't write anything because they're dead. Because the winners just erase what the losers wrote. And then right. Listen, it's all listen. I'm just letting people know, man. You have to, you have to be a truthful yourself. It's nothing wrong with wanting to win, and there's nothing wrong with liking greatness. I had, I was just like that with Tom Brady, man. I was just like it, and then one day I woke up. I told you I'd be waking up in cold sweats, like horror movies, man. And I was like, Tom Brady's the goat, man. I don't even care no more. He's the best. Yeah. And then just be done. Yeah. And like, it's literally actually a load off when you drop that kind of hate. It's just a load off. But no. like, stop hating greatness, man. I, keep I, was my like, hate. I was like, wait a minute. No, you gotta, you gotta let it go, Flobo. Let it go. Let yeah. it go. Let <laughs> no, I'm with go. you. If you start, once you start embracing greatness and like enjoying it, it easier. actually makes so much more fun, it too. Did. Because, like, why everyone else was just like wringing their hands watching Tom Brady win multiple Super Bowls. I'm like, this is fantastic. I love this. <laughs> I was like, this is history. I'm and I feel the same way about Roman Reigns defending again and again. And so it's just like, age. it's starting to get stale. Ooh. No, man, this is great. This is great. I hope he holds it forever. I hope he keeps going. This is incredible. I'm going to tell my kids about this. This is fantastic. But Evan, but Evan, it doesn't make sense. What about Brian Daniels? And he's an underdog. I go, no, to other people he were. And that's, that's what bothers me. They they built that narrative because they thought they had to. I never seen him as an underdog ever. I just see I see Brian Danielson as a great wrestler. Now I know you could try you can you can tell me whatever you want to tell me, but I never saw him as an underdog. I saw him as a guy that can do collar and elbow, and that should be in main events. That's and, and most people did. Most people did. You know what I mean? They try to build the narrative like he's like this little twerp, but you know he's he's pretty good. He got trained by Shawn Michaels. He's not too shabby. You know, that's actually a good point. A lot of people, I think they they misunderstand what an underdog is. I mean, Brian Danielson came in, kicked John Cena in the head and said, I'm a better wrestler than you on day one. And we're like, oh, what an underdog. No, that's a, that's being someone who's good. Like an underdog is someone who never, if you like underdogs, go support Drew Gulak, go support L- uh, Lotharios, the guy. That, go support the people who aren't, who are actually really trying Bars. to get to that next level. Not Bars. the person who is kicking the greatest of all time in the head on night one and telling him he's a better wrestler. But listen, listen, I know y'all, when y'all hear my voice, man, it's angelic as I think it is sometimes. I know y'all get mad at me about this. <laughs> it's kind of smooth. Uh, like, uh, yeah. it's getting, it's getting Add in some harps as, yo, to the as background. As, 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 listen, you know what I mean? Let's, let's watch, watch me get into the mic, you know, as I get older, you know what I'm saying? My, my voice is getting... 
You know what I mean? I'm starting to channel a few things. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get that Barry White going. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah, you know, but like, y'all know what I'm talking about, guys. Honestly, you know, and I'm not trying to hate on anybody's like perception, but I think we we get raised a certain way that we we're supposed to root for the little guy. There's nothing wrong with doing that, but don't, but stop, but don't. Don't do. I'm telling you, when you do that too much, though, you do miss greatness. You do. I'm telling you. I'm I'm 37 year old man, guys. I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I used to be like that kind of stuff, and I'm sorry. As I get older, I'm starting to realize why do I? Why am I using so much energy to hate on Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. Like, like this is a this is a little too much energy. If he wins, he wins. It is what it is. Like you know what I mean? Like he and he's, and he's when you 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 worry, you worry about underdogs too much, and you, you you miss greatness. I I, I want the I want the Rams to lose. I go why? <laughs> what did they do? What, what did they do? <laughs> like I they, like they they won. I go they actually haven't won in a long time. <laughs> well, they're you're division like, rivals to my team, so that's why I didn't like them. No, I, you're, you're 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 a Seahawks guy. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven. And your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink. With seven rewards, it's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm going to be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax. Participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. Yo, um, uh, Keith, uh, what the hell's going Man's on? Got Keith, uh, what the hell's going on with Keith Lee, guys? Am I am I crazy? Am I off base? Am I um? Is, is it? It's, is he, I know he just got there. I know he just got there. So so before everyone gets all hot under the collar, I I I. Why do I have to wait for Keith Lee to do something? I'll get I kick it to Jack. Why why do mm-hmm. I have to wait for him to do something? to be in a title pitcher to why do I have to wait? Is it, tell me why yeah. I, I'm fine. If tell I do, me why if I have to wait, then yeah, sure, ain't nothing but a heartbreak. But I'm um, like, but if I do just tell me why. Because they've got plans for what the titles are doing right now. Okay. They're, they're doing stuff with the titles right now, I think. And, and again, I've said before, AW, they take their time, good or bad. Sometimes it's frustrating. Cause sometimes it's like, give me what I want right now, but okay. they're, they're taking their time. I think that, I thought Keith Lee looked great in the title in the ladder match. And I think that he got taken out of the title match in a way that made him continue to look strong. He got thrown off of a stage for crying out loud. I mean, the fact that he wasn't able to continue. And I think we're going to get a really spicy rivalry between him and Hobbs going forward. And I think that'll be what propels him to the next thing. This is, I think right now, Keith Lee is in the same part of his time in AW that Miro was in when he was the best man. Uh. And I think he's doing some time here so that then he will propel into a title picture and be just completely unstoppable. Okay. <laughs> what the? You got, you got me know. It's like, that's why you, you, cause you don't, you don't know everything. I'm asking. I, I said, why? I'm just, you know, devil's advocate. Yeah. What should, and am I, should I, should I need to do, I need to cool my jets? I need to calm uh, down. He got there five uh, minutes ago. I shut the hell up. I, and I get, and I, you know what? I also get that it's sometimes it's fun and splashy to have someone just show up, win a title, and True. change the world in one day. So Maybe that's, that's that, my fault, probably. 
but that, and that's why I would say, look, if it, it, I understand sometimes the long game isn't fun. Sometimes it's really fun. Sometimes it's like, mm-hmm. come on, guys, let's just get there. Let's get to the part we're all waiting for. Uh, you know so oh, there's not know. a right or wrong answer to it, but I think that's just what's happening. Like your answer is better than my answer, but uh, but I um, maybe this is my problem. It's my problem. Maybe I was expecting Tony to be like, you know what? Let me show you what WWE was missing. Mm-hmm. Let me let mm-hmm. me let me as soon as this dude gets done with this company and he signs this contract and that compete clause or whatever is done. Let me show you exactly what I can do. And, and the first night he's going to win. And this, this is why you missed on him. Maybe I was expecting that with uh, Keith Lee, like just a big splash. just, yo, title page, hangman page. It's a wrap. Like maybe <laughs> I was expecting that, like some crazy like that. And then being like, this guy was a star. You missed it. Remember that moment he had in the ring with Brock Lesnar? That's a main event at WrestleMania. And you missed yeah. it. Maybe that's what I was expecting, Flobito Decker. I'm kind of with you, Evan. Not so much like the, the main title, but I thought, and I get to Jack's point, AEW is very good with long-term storytelling. That's kind of like their flavor, you know? But like, if you're going to hotshot somebody, uh, I would have, if I was booking it, which I'm totally not, have him be the one that challenged that TNT title after the weekend. I thought, you know, one-on-one, show me the shirt, give me the 20, if he doesn't win, give me a 20-minute showcase of what Keith Lee can do. Because I think over time in those longer matches, that's when people go, this guy has stamina for days. This guy can do so much. So when he came in and have him qualify for the qualification for to get to be number one contender, I just went, okay, well, that's 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 a normal mortal path. <laughs> I want a limitless path for this dude. And, and maybe I'm just a bit impatient too, but if there's anyone you want a hot shot of all the recent recruits, why not him? And I'm a Christian Cage guy. I'm an Adam Cole guy. Like, why not give this guy the rocket? I'm going to shake probably... the table a little bit. Oh, oh, Lord. I thought oh. I just shook it by saying kick rocks to everybody this morning. <laughs> but go ahead, go. So, because I like what everybody's saying. But I thought this was an opportunity when we saw the fiasco on Twitter with Big Swole on New Year's Eve. And I thought it was this, a fi- it was a fiasco. <laughs> yeah, and, and I thought this was an opportunity not to say, let's do this, we're gonna do this just because, but having a legitimate superstar that uh, that's African American that you could put in your title picture and on the title one. Now, if I was booking. And understanding, like, listening to what Jack said about the plans and not going away with the plans, is Keith Lee worth paying to sit home, keep a secret, until you're ready? But you still have him under contract. Hmm. You're still paying him. So that you're telling him, don't say nothing to anybody. Don't let this get out. And then when the time is right, when Adam Page is getting stale, you throw him in there, shock the world, have him come win the title. Is he worth that? Or is there some things that maybe he do need to work on? And maybe WWE was right in the sense that maybe he still needs to develop who he is. Because, you know, he was Bearcat for a while and clearly looked uncomfortable. And so maybe he needs to, you know, kind of go back and brush up on some things. So Ooh. therefore, we're going to put him in this space. Spicy. Just to let him get back to who he is before we put him in the title picture. Spicy. I, th- I think with, um, look, I-, I like surprises too. So again, don't get me wrong, but I, ge- I guess arguing from the side of an AEW, uh, I think one, if it does take time, let's say in three months, mm-hmm. Keith Lee gets his shot against the title, but now he's 15 and 0. Okay. I think that comes off a bit more spicy than someone who just came in. 
uh, especially if Keith Lee is able to get some big wins to, like along the way, if he's able to beat guys that have some clout in AEW. I also think that you've got to be a little careful when you bring people in, especially this young of a company, to not giving them too much right off the bat. And I've never met Keith Lee, so I'm not implying this is who he is. I'm not implying this what the contract is. But if I'm a big star, like let's say my contract's up, and I see that, oh, I can negotiate to say I want to be the champion right away when I come in, that can be a very slippery slope. And I think there might be a little bit of Tony Khan saying, no, no, let's see how you fit in first before we put everything on you. Because there are some stars okay. that have come in. They were big stars. They were around for a little bit. And then it didn't necessarily go anywhere. You know, okay. I, I was a huge, I'm not saying they're the same person, but like Andrade, I love Andrade. I want to see him wrestle so much more. Oh, he's dope. But after a year, I wonder if, you know, if they had just, you know, strapped the rocket to him, maybe they'd go, I don't know if that was the right idea at this point. You know, Brian Cage is another one. I was like, you could just build a company around him. Well, I, I, I don't know why that he's not on TV. I don't want to pretend I know, but maybe there's a part of them that's like, I'm glad we didn't just throw everything out to give him the title right away. I bet. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe there's a little bit of let's see how you fit in before we throw out everything else we were working on to put the company around you. But I, I hope he's a champion soon. I'm a huge Keith Lee fan. I used to say that he was the AW are, killer back in, in NXT. I remember that. Because he was the one guy that he was, he could wrestle just as good as anyone in AEW, but he was also massive. So it was like, <laughs> you, you could compare him to anyone in AEW and he'd stand out. So I think he should be a champion eventually, but I'm just saying that's probably why it's not happening you know, today. For me, I think what happened with NXT, his NXT run, um, as soon as like he got the title, then here comes Karrion Cross, and yeah, it was, it was time, a wrong. Yep, it was a wrong. He had winner. that mystique. Yep. Then once he got hurt, that mystique was gone. And then whoever wrote the promo for Adam Cole just said, "We don't like you." Clearly, because it, it to me, and I hate using this word, but it buried him. Um, but there was a mystique to Karrion Cross, and it took away from Keith Lee at the time. Even though he was a double champion, it was a great deal. But it was like, okay, we got him, but now we want him. And to me, that's what I'm seeing with Adam Page. Like, he's there. I understand that. But I, give me Brian, uh, Danielson, give me Cole, as opposed to him being my champion for AEW. Yes. You know? But I understand. That, and that makes a lot of sense of not wanting to give him too much, especially in this day and age. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard for 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 me to get behind a guy named Hangman. Just call it, call it historic. But you know what? He's the champion. Call it historic. Call it whatever. Call it. it the call it the spirit of my ancestors. <laughs> I will not get behind a man named Hangman. That's not his actual profession, brother. I mean, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> but you know, I whatever, like what you know, dude. you know, no, but to, you know, because such full a disclosure, bad name. Before having the conversation, I thought there was a, a cool sound to it. But I, now with that, we've had this conversation, and it, it's now more clear. It probably is a nickname they should be moving on from. Yeah, uh, I think so. Um, it, it, I can. It's one of those things I would give them a pass and like, oh, maybe you didn't realize it. But now that you're on a bigger stage, I think it is something to go. Okay, we 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 should. It's a little bit like Washington football team before they change. Where you go, okay, Adam Page. We'll get. Can, 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 yeah. As a black man, my blackness alone for the people that have <laughs> suffered, I can't get behind a man named Hangman. Mm. Sorry. 
Adam Commander Page. That's, that's a- what it means. Commander Adam, Adam, Adam Page. anything but Hangman Page. Are you freaking the optics alone? But Lord like I said, it was a bit Jesus. like Washington where like growing up, I never thought anything about Washington, you know, the commander's old team name. But then when someone mentioned like, oh, it's race, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's a terrible name. Now <laughs> that right. I think about it. <laughs> not just because when you, because it's yes. not like, it's like I said, it's it, it, only people that get offended are the people are, are the, the minority group offended. So yeah. then they're, mm-hmm. and they're unfortunately the, the, I call them the first people. They're the, they're, they're a very quiet minority. So I was like, oh, we don't care about their feelings. Don't care about their feelings, right. you know. But I told you, it was a, it was a derogatory term towards my people. Lord have mercy, they Capitol Hill would burn. But, but and, that, and that's so what happened when you said when you mentioned Hangman. I go, oh my God, yeah, that is a terrible name. They can't just, do that. That's just, that's just, just I tell you, every like, time oh. I hear it, I hear one of the my answers to tap me on the shoulder, being like, don't, don't, don't get behind this dude. Don't I go, don't, don't, don't you worry. Don't, I think you guys have suffered enough. I want you to watch wrestling, yo. You're like ancestors. Can you tell me anything else I should do? They're like, no, no. Don't <laughs> oh no 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 no! My answer, in all seriousness, my answers rock with me, man. My answers love me. I, they, they, they go, listen, Evan, you wanted the good ones. You wanted the good ones. You can break bread in Buckingham Palace tomorrow, well, hold on. and that's why we love you. I want Heitman ancestors. Oh, all my ancestors are shame. I keep it real, bro. I'm actually, yeah. No, people don't understand. I'm actually a very spiritual, religious brother. At the yeah. end of the day, I really yeah. am. And I not and I'm trying. I'm only. I'm making a joke now, but on a, on a serious note, that's literally yeah. why I was like, I can't rock with this dude. Yeah. I can't just it, from, a historic, they, from a historical perspective. It's I can't they can move away from and without telling people too. You know, yeah, I know yeah, I'm I not wrong the, about this. Anybody the, the, think the I'm wrong about this? Is big is enough, foolish. like Jack has said, like he's big enough now. He's a champion. You can add a page. page. It could be marketable. You know, he doesn't. He could still be do cowboy stuff without Adam Page. The, he, yeah. he wears he wears cacti on his pants, not nooses. So <laughs> therefore. Yeah. He had cacti. He had, he had, so it's implied he's a cowboy. He's got cactuses on his tie. He had cacti on his pants. Man. I did like what he represented, though, um, at AEW. I thought that was a huge, um, you know, with all the light of stuff going on, him just representing, speaking for those who can't speak up. If he was on this show, no, that's cool. If he was on the show right now, I'd be like, hey, man, stop. Stop. You would say Adam. Yeah. I would say, Adam, <laughs> hey, man, hey, stop. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like, I'll be like, you hear me say that? Hear, you like black man saying that to you? And he'd be like, you know what, bro? I apologize, man. And I'd move on. Like, I'd, if he was on the show right now, I'd get him to change it live on air. How much you want to bet? I, I'm not going to hold my breath not, for not, uh, I don't bet against Page to be on this show. <laughs> I'm keeping I'm not insulted to do this. I'm keeping it real, man. I'm keeping it real. I think I think people that hear me are going to say what I'm saying right now. I don't I don't got to delve too much into history, do I? Well, let's I mean if if you don't mind, can we as we talk about Adam Page, a lot of people have been saying they're not a fan of his run so far, but Apparently I was looking back. So that's been that's been the sentiment. Oh, well, I've, I've been, I've been, oh, oh, his his no, that's the thing. That's the thing is Adam Page he, he has a great match with Kenny Omega. Two Two great matches with Brian Danielson has a a great match with Adam Cole. Had a had a I'm not a fan of that kind of violence with uh, Lance Archer, but you know, like I think that he still put his heart and soul into it. Like, what does this guy got to do for people to just say he's he's doing good stuff as saying. the champion? I know what you're saying. Like I said, because credit credit, like for some reason Brian will be raising his hand. Yeah, he hates that dude. Yeah, I, don't know why. <laughs> I do not hate him. It's honestly, it's not his hate. fault. <laughs> it's, it's nothing that's his fault. Um, the in-ring stuff is incredible. I've I've tried to say, okay, maybe I'm just conditioned to when I watch wrestling, I'm used to seeing 
the champion make multiple appearances. The champion open the show okay, or, okay, and okay, or close okay, the okay. show. But then I go back to WCW. I go back to Impact. I even look at, you know, some of the MLW stuff. The champion is heavily featured. And right now, for the past few weeks, mm. everything that been the biggest focus has been on MJF and CM Punk. See, maybe to your so, point, Brian, that's why he might not, shouldn't be champion if that's who y'all worried about. Hmm? If y'all, I say he maybe he shouldn't be champion. If that's who you're worried about, if you're worried about Punk and MJF, yeah. and, maybe and, he shouldn't be champion. And, and I don't, so I've never liked the term doesn't need the title because I, oh, look I at, hate that. In wrestling, yeah. it's the, all right, if the ultimate goal is to be the world champion. Oh my God. And the ultimate goal, like in sports, you want to win the Super Bowl. You don't never say, oh, he doesn't need the title. He didn't need a Super Bowl. Oh, I hate you that know? so much. So don't, don't, me, don't say yeah. that. Yeah. I just so, And that's the reason why. Say that again, I football? Think, I just agree with Brian here, but continue. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah I, I just feel like, you know, to me, the, the championship is the ultimate prize that everybody should be working towards. Like they always say, if you're in the business, what are, if you're not in the business winning the goal, what are you in there for? Work for the title. So therefore, you know, with him, I just feel like it's not his fault. It's the way he's being presented to me, that he's not being presented as the most important person of that company. Ooh, I see. That part I, I agree with, though. <clears throat> give me the give me the part you disagree on on um, the his, so, his original so, premise. Uh, championship belts or championships are great, uh, but they're storytelling devices, not necessarily accolades. So it isn't I got this piece of metal. It's more like, hey, look, there is an investment in my character or my story for us to be focal point. That's why people go for it. So there's hot few that don't need titles. There are players that are are connecting with the audience. They don't need to have a championship. There's some people that need some sort of visibility with being in the top of their division. Uh, when it comes to that. But at the same time, if you give someone the championship, they should be the focal point. That's what you're saying. Uh, so I agree with Brian on that part. If you're, yeah, I see. if you're the champion, then you should be the focal point. But it's like, they don't necessarily you need it to be a focal point. Yeah, that's that's that that I agree with. Like, I know what you mean. What I, what I hate is when people just say that as an excuse to why that person that was great for so long never won too many titles. Like that, that to me is a cop-out. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think they miss a mark on a lot of people. Like, if, if we look up one day and say Big E only won one time, don't sit here trying to tell me he didn't need a title. Like, that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was because there was a moment when him, when, when he was with Ziggy's bodyguard where he could have got into the picture. You know what I mean? When he was a muscle, they could have they built something there. What I'm trying to say is like, I hate when they just try to explain it away why, you know, like Taker's, Taker's an exception because he really didn't need it. You know, he's like an entity. But you know, like, but you know what I mean? We're like, so-and-so didn't need it. I but, go, well, if they, even, they were the hottest in the company at the time, maybe? But but even then, uh, The Undertaker was awesome with the title as well. I I, I hate the idea of you, you know, don't need it. chasing the Taker? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you need to make the. It's how you elevate things beyond the stratosphere. You know, Thanos didn't need all the Infinity Stones. Well, Probably like could have done it, it with just a I few. Like what he had. But when he had all of them, it was like this is Thanos. way better than uh, Thanos <laughs> with all the stones as opposed to none of the stones. He's right. more over, brother. If he had like three stones, <laughs> he probably could have got the, th the whole thing done with like two or three of the he stones. Really but I like underdogs, though, Jack. I'm like, shut up, snap <laughs> them <laughs> fingers, Thanos. But like, let's go back to Bianca Belair. Right. So she said, you know, 
some other business she had to take care of with, you know, Dewdrop and a couple of other ladies, but mainly Dewdrop. Yeah. So sometimes you do have to go away from the title. So to that point, Flobo, yeah, some fuse uh-huh. don't need the title because you kind of get sidetracked a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, But the ultimate goal should be going back to the championship. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I loved about the Attitude Era and that six-pack oh, challenge, go. right? Here or we the go. Armageddon Hell in the Cell. <laughs> there was that few for the championship. Triple H had the title. At one point, you had Austin Rock, yeah. British Bulldog, <laughs> Undertaker, <laughs> Kane, and Mankind. Why you tone change? The hate. To go the hate. The title. You know? No, I love Bulldog. Um, just not in that capacity. But then you had the Armageddon <laughs> Hell in the Cell. Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> you know what can just gloss over that? Yeah, it goes our Peabody Award. What? <laughs> no, I said I didn't like I didn't like '99 Bulldog, but I like you know the the classic with the braids or '96, '96, yeah, 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 that British Bulldog. Yeah. Even like when Kurt Angle was the man, he was on top. December uh, 2000, you had I mean, when The Rock cut that promo about everybody, and right? One of the best, and one of the best promos, but it was for the one thing to be the top guy in the company. So that's what I mean. Sometimes you do go away from the strap because you got some side business to take care of. side don't need a title. But then ultimately it's like, all right, let's get back to business. I'm going for the strap. So that's what I mean when they say, I don't like, don't, that person doesn't need the title. Like, no. Because, to, to, to bring things oh, go, 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 back, go. if I have a quick second, I think you do. To, to the point of what everyone's saying, what I think kind of the thing that's holding back Adam Page at this time and why a lot of people aren't seeing it, it has nothing to do with the wrestling, but to like no. what you guys are saying, it feels like a lot of his matches don't have the emotional input that some of the other matches do. Uh, like the, One of the things that made the Kenny Omega match special is there was a, a ton of emotion and, and fight in it, where when you look at Adam Cole, I think the match was fantastic, but it really was a matter of, I'm the number one contender and you're the champion. So I guess we're gonna have a match. That was kind of the that was kind of the story. There and wasn't the, that and that fair, like personal, like this is it, the title's on the line, funny. but we hate each other. Like this is heated. That's funny. uh I think that's what he's missed since he's become the champion. And to be fair with Adam Cole, I'm more concerned about what's going on with the Bucks and Red Dragon and them right. trying to pick and make Adam Cole pick sides, you know. But again, to me, it was just that. With Adam Page, and I was, I was maybe it was something, maybe it was an important part to the story, but building towards Kenny, I, I it was a long time where it took me a while to like really get invested as he being the next guy. Uh, but he's the champion, no doubt about it. I've been enjoying the matches, he's been putting on incredible matches. I can never take that away from him, but like you said, it's that emotion, it's that, and it's also the presentation that I blame more so the company. Uh-huh. And the booking, not him per se. I understand. It was, it's, it's a good conversation to have. And like I said, I think he at, at the end of the day he's having good matches in the ring. And at the end of the day, uh, I like I like good, good old collar and elbow. You know what I mean? You know, you know I like I like underdogs. You know, I'm I mean? more a collar guy than an elbow guy. But you got to fight over it now. Y'all know I look at differently now. Making sure the collar and the elbow is like you got to right. get the collar and the elbow. You know, little, little, little collar and little elbow. Um, uh, before yeah, we got a couple things to talk about, but I got to give Pretty Ricky his flowers. Yo, Pretty Ricky. Mm-hmm. Yo, what up, baby? I got to give you your flowers. I got to give you a couple tulips. But before I give you a couple tulips, I just got to say, less. I was like, before, before I started thinking, man, when he won the title, I thought it was, I thought it was Groundhog's Day. I thought it was Bill Murray. I thought there was something that I needed. I, I, I figured, I figured out like, I was like, I, I figured I had to 
think think about what was going on in the situation. Was I in a was I was I in a loop? Was I in a parallel dimension? Was I in a, a movie that is shout out to Punk Tony? That was my guy growing up. You know, God rest his soul. The original Punk Tony. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Listen, like, like, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, WWE, do you know that Black History Month was last month? Y'all know it was last month, right? Y'all know, y'all know, y'all, y'all, wow. yeah, I'm just saying, I thought they might have got the dates confused. They, they, they thought wow. it was a leap year and it was an extra day. I don't know what they thought was going on because when he won, I was like, are you guys okay? Did someone fall and bump their head? All I'm trying to say is before I give my man his flowers, were they confused? Because I'm happy. I think it was a considered effort. I feel like uh, Shinsuke Nakamura was a fantastic act. I think one of the best entrances on SmackDown. There's no way that Shinsuke Nakamura and Ricochet would be in the same ring together. Of course, beating Sami Zayn is fine with me. I'll see Sami Zayn beat every week. So I was happy with it. I was fine with it. And Ricochet needs... It's a character thing, Brian. I'm not a hater all the time. Uh, (laughs) I ain't a hater. I like Sami Zayn, the performer. Just the character now. It's like, you know. Uh, But see, Ricochet with that championship, man. The IC title, maybe... Maybe you can go back to some some previous glory, some previous luster. Now that I got my foolishness out the way, I want to give my man Pretty Ricky his flowers. This is the part that I want Brian to crop out because I want man getting mad at me, man. Listen, for real, for real. Pretty Ricky, man. If, you, if you're listening, baby, you know I love you, man. We've had a few conversations about your rise. And on a serious note, y'all don't know, a little inside information for all you haters out there that don't think I know what the hell I'm doing. Had some pretty good conversations with Pretty Ricky in our personal time. When I'm asking him serious questions as a friend, as a man, just asking him how he feels about his run, how he feels about his stint, how he feels about how things are going in the company. And he always has positive things to say. He's always been a glass half full kind of guy. He's always been the guy that knows he puts in the work and he does what he does and he brings to the table that it will all pay off. And I always will put my hand on his shoulders and I say, pretty Ricky, I love that you're a glass half full guy. I just want you to win some gold. And he was like, I don't know, maybe. That's how he is. Like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, so, so to see this young man win a title warms my heart with glee. It reminds me of those times when I was like, Pretty Ricky, you're a creative character. You are what people create in WWE 2K22. You literally are the person that they make, but you're actually a superhero in real life, brother. Oh, thanks, Evan. I appreciate it. I'm not joking, man. I mean it. You've done things I've never seen before ever. And we're talking about before you got to the flagship. So it, it warms my heart with glee to see Pretty Ricky win the Intercontinental title, my favorite title of all time. And wasn't I just raising hell? Wasn't I just making a stink about how my title ain't the title anymore? And what did they do? They put it on a worthy champion. So this is what I need to do. Shut the hell up and enjoy Pretty Ricky. Pretty uh, Rick, Ricochet, when he, when he signed with WWE, and I, I've said this before, but when he was doing the thing where he's standing in the audience with NXT and they're like announcing the new signing, I texted Flobo and I said, this guy's going to be the world champion before the end of 2021. Why not? Now, things did, you know, there was a little th- a little hiccup along the way with uh, things closing down. That's the only reason my prediction wasn't right. But uh, I, this, he's such a star. I think he's potentially the best high flyer of all time. Uh, And when it comes to pure, just what he can do in the air and how clean it looks and how crisp it looks and how regularly he can do it. uh, I think the intercontinental title is going to be a perfect fit for him, especially if he's out there defending it regularly. Big congrats to Ricochet. And I just hope we see him more. Pretty Ricky, your flowers are coming. Brian, clap this out so we can retweet this guy. (laughs) Yo, yo, Jack, I need you to take us home, baby. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, so this week's Hall of the Way, this is where we pick a wrestler that if they were to retire right now, 
not project what they could do, but if they said, right now, I'm done, I'm going home, I'm never getting in the ring again, have they done enough to make it all the way to the Hall of Fame already? Now, this week, or this time, I have a, uh, a person, I want to talk about Big Van Vader. Just announced he's going into the Hall of Fame. My favorite Very well-deserved. Now, he is just a big, monster, tough dude of a man, but he's won three WCW world titles and accolades around the world but hasn't won a championship in WWE. So I was thinking, who is a similar person to that? And I want to tell you about a guy who also, around the world, a legend, someone everyone knows, but someone who hasn't won a title on the main roster yet boasts the longest title reign since Bruno San Martino. I want to ask you guys, if Gunther, the former Walter, has done enough to make it into the Hall of Fame. Jack Farmer, what exactly is as of it right now? What is something Gunther to his tally? He has a NXT UK title reign of 870 consecutive days, beaten only by Bruno San Martino's run, uh, I believe, um, as a single title reign. Um Correct. Maybe Hogan was in there. I could be wrong about that. Correct. But anyways, one of the longest of all time. It's a single run, not to mention all the stuff he's done in uh, in Europe and around the world. And again, Progress. one of those people that people know immediately. He's world-renowned. He made it to number 14 on PWI's list in 2019. Uh, again, one of those guys that has been everywhere, done everything, but not on the main roster. And I compare him to a Vader because Vader, similarly, he won titles everywhere, but his WWE run ne doesn't, didn't necessarily get him all the titles, yet Vader's going into the, into the Hall of Fame. So has Walter done enough to go into the WWE Hall of Fame if he retired right this second? Um, I'm going to respectfully say no. Um, the great Walter, one of my favorites of all time already. Um, Gunther. Yeah, he is the, uh, yeah, the, artist, the artist formerly known as Walter. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not there now. yet. I'm not, the you know what I mean? I'm just not there yet. That's why I say the way I say it, because I'm not there to say it yet. I don't want to say Gunther. Oh, I said it. You know, you know what? I'm there now. Gunther. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not, not enough. Not, not enough yet. The run was spectacular. I, I wish you, I wanted him to do it on American soil, though. Brother, brother, sister, brother. So, um, no, for me. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Uh, well, depending on how, how heavy they levy. Pull for the, the day. Pull for the day. <laughs> yeah, how heavy you levy the, 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 the WWE or the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Uh, but you think about... It's the, heavy. I, I think so, too. But people don't watch the show and they're a bunch of haters. But, like, <laughs> as far as the, the style of combat <laughs> and being able to be a champion of that, very much so how I think Shinsuke Nakamura will be in the Hall of Fame. There's that, that yeah. European style and somehow updating it for modern audiences but keeping okay. the classic thing there. I think just on the expression of the art, I'm going to give him the up. Okay. He said it. He said it. I mean, you know, to solidify that brand. And that's what, you know... Well, he's you, synonymous with it. You're right. He's you, you can't UK, tell man. the history of NXT UK without Walter. And, and that is the rule. That's my, that's my Hall of sorry, Fame rule. I'm sorry, But, <laughs> you, you know, so there it is. That's right there is alone. He's yeah, that's Yeah, that's um, when you put it like that, because that's my own, my, my own damn rule. I can't go against my own damn rule. Yeah, if you can't tell the history about a, a sport uh, without that person's name being mentioned there automatically, and that's, I forgot. Should we tell baseball name. to get the memo? Um, yeah, no, no, and it's no, no, it's no, it's big facts. It's, it's no, it's no, it's big facts. Listen, like as much as I, I have my problems with uh, Mr. Bonds, and um, and and even way more so, Charlie Hustle, 
don't get me started on P. Rose. Lord Jesus, I, I, we don't got enough time in this podcast. <laughs> but um, how the hell can you put, how the hell is the all-time hit leader? Not, okay, okay oh, let's, 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 let's. My uh, Lord. Easy, whoa, boy, fella. Easy, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. P. Rose, I love you. He bet on the game. It's shut up. But um, so uh, Ridley, sports, apparently. he bet on his team. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I, got, I got to put it, man. I forgot my, my own damn rule, my own mm. rules. And you can't write, and you cannot write the history of NXT UK without Walter, the artist formerly known as Walter. So, you know, damn it, no, it's Walter. Because that's when he won the damn title. He was Walter. You're right, you're right. No, 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 I ain't calling him Gunther. When he, when he, the history of NXT UK was written with Walter's name. Therefore, I got to put him in. I apologize, y'all. I forgot my damn rule. I got five reasons he's going in, and those are the digits on his hand that will be emblazoned upon my chest if I say anything negative. Oh, so. fear? Fear is why he's in. Oh, yeah. Most it. of my actions are out of fear. Or greed. He's right. He's or right. It's a good yeah. way to live. It's a good way to live. Fear and greed. Living in fear. It's a good way to live. Yo, shout, out to, shout out to greed. Uh, shout out to the underdog. Shout out to Johnny Atlas. Shout out, shout out to the Blue Light Special. Shout out to TLC. Shout out to everybody listening to Mac Media Podcast. Brian H. Waters. Evan Mac. Real Jack Farmer. Flowbeetle.com. Flowbo Voice. Yeah. Show's over, man. Yup. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.